Hello and welcome to the Landmark Theatre's Q&A podcast. Today we'll hear a Q&A with actor Barbara Magnolfi about Dario Argento's 1977 horror classic, Suspiria. This conversation was recorded prior to a midnight screening of the film at Landmark's New Art Theatre in Los Angeles. And now I'm very excited to welcome to the stage again a return engagement from one of the stars of Suspiria. I'd love to welcome and please give a warm welcome to Barbara Magnolfi. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Thank you for joining us again with our new lurid lighting scheme. Whoa. <laughs> Suspiriesque. Very much so. We love Suspiria here at the New Art. Um, the last time we had you as a guest was, I believe, in late 2017, and that was one of our Shriekfest Presents Midnight movies of Suspiria. Uh, since that time, there has been a big change in the world to Suspiria in that we now have another Suspiria movie. We do. And I don't want to put you too much on the spot, but how <laughs> is it now having another Suspiria in the world? Is not. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by that is that is not another Suspiria, is just the title. The movie that, um, the remake, you know, mm -hmm. was completely a different movie. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Okay. Very I, I different was, movie. I was at the premiere, wow. and uh, Luca Guadagnino and I met on the red carpet, and he, he was very excited that I was there. And uh, he said, uh, you, you know, you need to tell me what you think, you know. I hope you have fun. <laughs> and so he put me on the spot. Um, I don't think the movie is um, a remake. I think the movie was a tribute to the Three Mothers, a tribute to Dario Argento's work, and uh, that Luca Guadagnino loves Dario Argento's work, particularly Suspiria. He had been wanting to do that for many, many years. So he did... a. As far as I'm concerned, the movie is a completely different movie, but it's a good movie in itself, right? The, I love the cinematography. Uh, I love Guadagnino's style. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but it's not Suspiria. He changed the whole thing, <laughs> you know? It, very much uh, so. Yeah, it's, it's very uh, macabre. It's, it's very, you know, Suspiria is a bit of a fairy tale. A dark one, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, has a good ending. <laughs> it, but, but it's not the same movie. <laughs> I'm anyway, curious. That from the I don't know who's seen it or not, but in the audience, but um, what kind of response for the people out there who have seen it? Yes, no, some fans of it. <laughs> there are things to like about the new Suspiria. I'm not sure if we'll be bringing it here for a midnight in the near future, but considering how much love people have for Dario's vision. Yeah, I don't know what Dario yeah. thought. I don't think he was very happy about it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, anyway. this film, Suspiria, is a work, it's kind of a hard work of graphic violence. I think it's caused a bit of controversy over the years for, um, and has been censored in some countries. And yet, I think for other people, 
a lot of us here, we see this as a work of beauty and art. And I'm curious for you, Barbara, how do those, um, how, do you, how do you rate those? Is this more of a grotesque movie for you or a film of beauty and art? And do you think those can coexist in the this same package? One? Yes, Dario's This one is a, is a work of art. Yes. I think is a work of art. I, uh, I think it's like, a, to me, Suspiria is like a, um, a painting, you know, on a canvas. It's like a, a total creation of, uh, with this primary color, you know. Um, the music, the, the acting, the whole thing for me is a work of art, mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. And I mean, even when I, when we shot, I, there was a sense of we were doing something special. No, of course, we never imagined that it was going to become what it became, but uh, I could see how it, it, it goes on because it's like a good song. It's like a good, mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, a fairy tale, a dark fairy tale you tell your children, you know, <laughs> or something like that. It's, it's really special, something special about Suspiria. And uh, it's kind of magic because it keeps on going on and gets passed on uh, from generation to generation. And I'm, I'm like surprised. I have uh, people coming to see me, you know, at conventions and they're like eight years old and they know. <laughs> everything about Suspiria and they tell me, oh my God, I love uh, this part and that part and, and it's incredible. Mm -hmm. it's, it's quite a thing. And um, so definitely I think it's, uh, it's a work of art. I think we would, we all agree. Um, okay. And your character in this film, Olga, I think is a fan favorite for a lot of people for being such a fun, Mean girl, I guess is what we call them now. But I'm curious if you ever Very. saw Olga as a mean girl, or if you think Olga saw herself as a mean girl. Oh, um, I definitely saw Olga as a mean girl. <laughs> Not. Mm, mm, <laughs> cheeky. <laughs> you know, uh, very devious, but also mm. childish. And um, Olga was a very uh, complex character. Mm. And I didn't realize at first, but uh, when I got into, you know, creating the character, um, and with the notes from Dario, right? Um, I realized how important that character was, actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see Olga sexy but childish and mean and uh, bad, mm -hmm. bad girl. You know, she's trying to get her, you know, to the witches, mm -hmm. basically. I, I'm, I am a little witch. <laughs> Olga is a little witch, <laughs> and it's not understood. Some people don't understand that. Uh, some people, you know, realize that's what I do. Mm -hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, and I have a lot of uh, girls, young girls, mm-hmm. that uh, um, the, the age I was when I did the film, right? That follow that uh, because they see Olga as, uh, you know, independent. You know, she wasn't living in the academy. Mm-hmm. She's like her own thing. She does her own thing. She doesn't need, um, and she doesn't die either. So she's doing something <laughs> right. Just something she right. <laughs> Um, I'm curious to ask you about um, a new title that I've seen your name attached to called December. Can you right. tell us anything about December at this point? December, uh, yes, actually is a tribute to uh, Dario Argento's work, uh, the genre of the... Uh, December is like 24 shorts from different directors, and uh, the segment we did is called uh, Five Death in Blood Red. <laughs> and uh, I think it's pretty good. I just saw it recently. I hadn't seen it. And um, it was written by Mark Gottlieb. Yes, I believe I... Mark Gottlieb. Yeah. And happy Suspiria birthday to Mark Gottlieb if he is here tonight. I don't know if he's here, but uh, um, I think we're going to do more work with with the same people because uh, it was a really good cast. It was a really good crew. It was an, a, a neat project. I was mm-hmm. uh, actually well impressed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a short, but I think it's good. It's a, it's a good short. I haven't seen the other ones, but I think ours is good. Mm-hmm. Well, it definitely sounds very Argento-inspired, so please keep an eye out for December, which will hopefully reach the rest of us soon. Hopefully we'll have a premiere in L.A., because it, it, I think it played somewhere mm-hmm. at film festivals in Europe, but uh, not in L.A. yet, so I'm All right. looking LA, forward to We're waiting that. for December. <laughs> now I want to open it up to some audience questions before we start tonight. Yes, I had a favorite part. Um, This was when um, we were shooting the scene in the apartment. Before we were shooting the scene in the apartment with all the 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 beautiful, you know, wallpaper. Um, Dario came. Usually used to used to come into my uh, dressing room. And he used to go over, you know, like uh, how, you know, I looked and uh, if I had, if I was in character and so forth. And this one time he got into the room and he looked at me and he said, who did your makeup? I said, the makeup, the makeup artist, right? Like as usual, right? And I'm like, and he says, "Uh, is this how Olga would do the makeup? I didn't understand at first, right, what he was getting at. And then I realized he wanted me, that was the way Dario directed. He wanted me to get into character so much, you know, that I, he said, he said basically, do your makeup like Olga does her makeup. And he left. Wow. 
so he came back. So I, start, I looked in the mirror and I'm like, and, and I'm getting, I'm really getting into character now, right? And I start fixing up my makeup like Olga would do. And I made it more, you know, like Olga would do. Um, so it was stronger makeup. And uh, then he came back. He took a look at me. He looked at the dress. He looked at everything, the makeup. So okay, let's go. That was my favorite thing on the movie because I realized the genius of Dario Argento, the way he directs. It's it's um, it's different than you know with other people. Since you mentioned your apartment in the film and that wallpaper, I have to ask: Would you ever have that wallpaper in your home? Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe in the bathroom. <laughs> With a red uh, water clothes. <laughs> that would be good. I think that would be great, yeah. <laughs> Any more questions? Yes, over on the side. I, I got it. Um, I think it's, uh, it's a combination of things. Um, I think it's had many advancements in cinematography. It, it broke from giallo to horror. It was the 70s. <laughs> it, there, there was a lot of stuff going on with that movie. And uh, the Goblin soundtrack, um, the fact that... Um, the, the primary color that we used, because it was Technicolor, the last, actually, machine that uh, developed the movie in Technicolor. And um, I think it was a combination of, of, uh, of things. Like I said before, for me, it's like a, a good song. Like, you could listen to it over and over, over and over, and you always get something out of it, right? It never goes old. And I think because it has so many things that attract, you know, for instance, like, my character attracts, like, uh, independent, you know, uh, mean but sexy, hot, right? Um there are so many things that, that uh, in this movie that I could see um, why children even look at it. I could see why this, this young, young fans, it's like a, a, fairy, a dark fairy tale. It's, it's like a, a rock and roll, uh, <laughs> it's like a concert. Uh, it's all of that mixed together, and I think it was a great combination because obviously it's been successful and it continues to be. I think that's the reason. You know, you some some films are have all the the right ingredients in the right amount, and they all integrate together in such a way, in such a beautiful way, that communicates and continues to communicate to people. And I think that's why. I did want to mention, you mentioned Goblin. Um, and even lately, Goblin has been touring the world in the United States. And uh, in the past few years, I believe they were here in Los Angeles. And they did a live 
score to Suspiria. Yes. Was that something you were um, at or involved in at all? Yes, I actually introduced, briefly, briefly introduced, yeah. That was so much fun, <laughs> actually, to, to meet them again. I want them to come back and... Uh, because I was like uh, close to, you know, uh, to, uh, I mean, Dario and also Claudio uh, during the process of uh, uh, putting the sound, you know, to mm -hmm. the movie and doing the soundtrack. So we, um, I used to go in the editing and I used to, uh, you know, check out what was happening. They invited me a few times. So that was fun to actually hang out with Claudio and the goblins in L.A. many mm -hmm. years later. Yeah. Well, I hope they do come back, and I missed it when they were here doing that live, but I absolutely do not want to miss it again. And I think you're totally right. This is Watching this movie is like a rock concert in many ways, yeah. especially yeah. with this new digital restoration. And I don't know how many of you have seen it here before, but this movie just looks so incredible and is so loud. And it is just an absolute experience. We have time for one more question before we get started, if there's any left. Yes, toward the back. How do you think horror films have changed since Suspiria? Uh, <laughs> um, don't know if I could say. <laughs> um, I think uh, horror film, there are some very bad horror films. <laughs> Which we like, too. Uh, some of us in the okay. non-midnight crowd, okay. we it's like okay. them, too. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, one could, you know, it's, it's, it's one's taste, mm -hmm. right? But what I'm saying is, has been pushed too much, right? Mm -hmm. And to me, a horror film should have some elements which um, some some have, right? And it should be balanced. It shouldn't be too much slasher and too much blood and stuff, right? Should have suspense, should have should have a right balance. And I don't think some films are are too obvious. I, I, I don't appreciate that kind of film personally. But um, so how has that cha has changed? I don't know. Um, there are some excellent films that have been, horror films that have been done, but, you know, I don't know. I think it's been pushed too much, the, I, especially with the, the s s very much the slasher and so forth. That's my personal taste. <laughs> Well, I want to thank everybody for coming out to support Suspiria again, and Barbara Magnolfi for joining us and giving us some behind the scenes on this classic. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Landmark Theatre's Q&A podcast. If you want to hear more conversations with filmmakers about the latest independent, foreign, and documentary films opening at Landmark Theatres, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or visit our podcast website at landmarktheaters.podbean.com. You can also check out our YouTube channel for videos of Q&As and other exclusive content. See you next time.